Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? How's it going? Hey, Dick. So we had a big week for you, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. So not the winner, but uh, the one that got the most votes was airline surcharges. Oh, no big deal. Really? No big deal. Yeah, so what? No Wait, airline surcharges got the most votes? Yeah. Airline surcharges. Huh. Yeah, why, why huh? What do you got there, Dick? It reminds me of something. Yeah? Yeah, it reminds me of a song that I heard. Once okay. song has to be played all the way every time. No, bullshit. That's bullshit. I don't know, man. If you're so tired of that song, you better bring in some better problems. You know, Dick, uh, yeah, you, uh, you won. You won. That was, uh, that was a real, real good problem. Um, but before we continue, I would just like to play a new segment that I have. Okay. Yeah, here's, here's this new segment. Because uh, that problem you brought in sound familiar. Here's, here's my segment. I liked it better when. Yeah, I liked it better when. So on my YouTube show, I have a segment called I Liked It Better When. And it's essentially a segment that I bring in that when I hear something that sounds familiar, I say, well, I liked it better when uh, so-and-so said it first. Here's something I said in our first bonus episode. Let's see if this, uh, if you recall this. Airlines, buddy. Now you can pay a premium to check in first, $15. Check luggage, $25. You can pay a premium for extra legroom, $50. You can pay a premium for extra, extra legroom, $75. You can pay a premium for first class, $1,000. And it never fucking ends. And guess what? Peanuts are a premium. Water is a premium. That's the industry you've created, dick. That's the industry this bullshit-ass solution has created. It's a problem, and I'm calling you on it. Yeah, I called you on it, dick. And then here's what you brought in last episode. Listen uh, to this. Go ahead. Look, my point is, pay for bags. Now you're going to be paying for seats. You're going to be paying for cabin pressure. You're going to be paying for every little <laughs> oxygen molecule that you get to breathe. Right. Yeah, so I'm sorry, Dick. I'm going to have to call shenanigans. I am the winner from the last episode. That was my problem, baby. Woo! Winner! I'm the best. Yeah, you're just you're like that guy who carries the ball to the 99th yard line and then just fumbles it right out of bounds. Yeah. You, you should have just brought it, it in then. Dick, I mean, I instead, did. Of, instead of snakes, and it, was that a problem? How did snakes do snakes, last week? Yeah, speaking of snakes, Dick, the, the, the person who snaked my problem for me. You know, snakes, yeah, snakes got dead last because everyone's an idiot, but you're the biggest snake, Dick. <laughs> what is this? What is <laughs> From Metal Gear Solid, remember? No, I don't. What is that? What a fucking non-nerd. <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah, snakes. I can't believe you guys voted down snakes. You don't think snakes are a problem? I hope you all get bit by snakes right in the throat, you morons. Somebody also brought up that snakes eat rodents. Yeah, you so remember, what? Do you remember rodents? They caused, what was that? Oh, yeah, the Black Plague. Great, so do cats. So, cats eat rodents yeah. too, buddy. Cats. Are you going to be bringing in cats this episode? Oh, <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I can't believe you guys voted down snakes. And then after that was not enough Black Friday violence, that was actually a good one. Yeah, and there wasn't enough this year. 
either. I was watching that site, Black Friday Violence Counter yeah. or whatever it was, and there yeah. wasn't a lot of violence this year either. I guess it's uh, I guess it's over. We're you tired know, of Black Friday. You know, Dick, uh, uh, congratulations for snaking that problem for me that was absolutely blatantly theft. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to you know for, let the records reflect that that was my problem I brought in during your solution. Yeah, but you, you said surcharges were a, were a solution, buddy, and they're not. You didn't do, first of all, no. You, and you didn't do all the research that I did. You didn't do all that investigative journalism that I did. Digging yeah. for, like, laws that were, like, the Department of Transportation laws that were passed and the House laws and whatever other stuff that I did. Yeah, Dick, that was impromptu. I did that off the top of my, off the top of my head. That was shooting from the, well, Maddox, from the hip. Well, put a little more research into it next time, and then you it too can be a winner. That was during your solution. I was trying to shoot down your bullshit-ass solution. I called you on it, buddy. Listen, I got a comment from C.J. Kansen. Okay. He says, Dick did really well this episode. Great problems. Well thought out. Good use of argument and reason. And yes, very, very funny. Except for that part about being against holidays for workers. <laughs> what a fucking limp dick, gutless, spineless, brainless, low-life piece of filthy, worker-hating, gangrenous pond scum. Mm. Go fuck yourself, dick. Workers deserve time off. By the way, <laughs> at 34 minutes and two seconds in, you said, a little dick tip for you. Dick Masterson. Yeah, I bet. Bet it's not just a little tip, but the whole thing. That's tiny, dick. Go masturbate with a sweatshop tear and blood of the children that work in them. Yeah, dick. I guess I, uh, I raised a lot of ire with my stance on private organizations being able to arrange contracts between private individuals. Oh, I yeah. guess that's shocking in yeah. today's climate. Yeah. You bet your ass it is, Dick. Because here's the thing. You kind of made it sound, you had such a smug stance about it, too. You said, you said, oh, well, why don't you just get a better job? Well, I got a comment from Ashley Morris. A listener, she says, I just hate when people automatically look down on people who work retail and say, well, if you don't like it, then better yourself. Okay, well, the only reason I'm working retail, again, is because I have given up my entire life to take care of my dying sister who is dying from cancer. So not everyone really has a fucking choice to work retail. You know, Dick, that really makes my blood boil. Hey, I said sorry. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to do? Non-apology, I'm calling you on it. If I could, if I could cure cancer, I would. For, for free. Oh, great, Dick. I would what just spend all day putting, laying my hands on people who were vexed by the curse of cancer and wiping it away from them, but I can't. Yeah. And then they I can shop on Black Friday and help you pay for whatever you got to pay for. Yeah. That's what I can do. While you smugly look down on the retail workers. Oh, why don't you just get a better job? You can't always get a better job because sometimes you're there. You have to move on a whim. You move to a shitty city. You get in some financial downtrodden position. You have to work a shitty retail job, and you deserve a little bit of time off, which you can't get. Yeah, it's easy for you to say. It doesn't cost you anything to say that. I would like to remind you of that. And what does it cost you to say what you just said, Dick? I'm just just because I uh, just because I'm describing what reality is. People get all bent out of shape. Yeah. Like, right. sorry, life dealt you a bunch of lemons. Now you got to suck them. Yeah. So, so I'm sorry. Good, thanks, Dick. That, okay. I, I'm sure that comforts a lot of people who had to work. I'm not trying to. Yeah. I got one. Uh, I got a comment from a guy, David Arbeck, who he's got this huge comment about what an asshole I am. But then he <laughs> says, stores like Walmart and customers are the reason that I went on a hate-filled quest for better education. Not everyone may have that chance, though. So I guess he kind of agrees with uh, hate-filled. What's he? What's that? What's that in reference to? Well, he hated Walmart and he hated the hours and the working conditions so much that he went on a hate-filled quest oh, for education. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's, the, that's the beautiful story. That's the ideal scenario is you hate your job and you go better yourself, but, you know, not everyone can. Some yeah, people but have mental disorders. Some people have physical disabilities. Some people have medical bills that they didn't foresee. 
Like all the fucking people working during Black Friday had all these insane conditions. No, mostly people are stuck in positions they hate because they watch Netflix every night. That's yeah. what they're doing. Well, That's the norm, okay? Yeah. If all the people who could get a better position in life did, then all the people who were left over would get more money because there wouldn't be as many of them. Yeah, that's the one percent of narrative, It's not my buddy. fucking fault. Yeah, it's, that's the one percent of narrative. You say, oh, you want to work hard. If you work hard, you can, get, you can become a millionaire. You can become a billionaire, but you can't. There isn't enough money to go around, buddy. Look, Some, the people at the top ha- are staying at the top, and they're hoarding all the money. I'm not here to teach you about Reaganomics, all right? <laughs> Great, Dick. I got a, I got a, I got some voicemails for Let's you. Let's hear it. Yeah, here's one about your uh, here's one about your your great uh, snakes problem from last time. Yeah. Maddox, I emailed you eight years ago asking you to write about snakes, and your reply was, "quote And what the hell am I supposed to say about snakes? Who gives a shit about them? <laughs> Who gives a End shit? Quote. And now they're the biggest problem in the universe. Fuck you, Maddox. <laughs> Fuck you. Wow, twice. Yeah. Fuck you. You don't tell me fuck you twice. Oh. I tell you fuck you twice. Listen, man, I remember, I think I, I think he may have been the impetus for this article I wrote. I think it was called, I am a genius, not you. Yeah. And I talked about all the shitty suggestions I get for people, for, that people send in for me to write on. And I talked about all the different topics. People ask me to write about orange juice and snakes and all this horse shit that aren't problems or whatever. Uh, no, except for snakes, rather. But I, I asked, I specifically asked him. <laughs> you fucked up. Okay, yeah, you specifically said what? <laughs> I don't get that. Is that that's a video game? It's when Solid Snake dies at the end of Metal Gear Solid, and he's trying to get the transponder from his kernel, and he's trying to get through. Oh God! Yeah, All that's right. pretty cool. cool. It is cool. <laughs> Yeah, so I talked this. I talked about this article, and people were quoting me left and right. And it was also the same article about how people wanted me to talk about African Americans. The phrase African American. I, I was like, guys, first of all, you don't understand what it takes to write articles. You don't understand my genius. Okay, if I'm going to write about snakes, first of all, snakes are the most boring pet. The most interesting thing to do is eat. But you know what? You know what's more interesting than watching a snake eat? Have sex. That's way more interesting. What? Yeah, You've that's seen right. a snake have sex? No, I have sex. Oh, Instead oh, having watching, sex having is sex. more interesting than reading about snakes, you say? Well, no, watching, watching a snake snakes. eat. snakes. I would rather what have sex. What is that? What would you not rather have sex then? Dark I can't Souls. imagine anything that I would rather do than have sex. I don't know. Dark Souls 2, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Look, man, sex is cool, but, you know, like, there are other things. Here's another guy who doesn't like me. Hey, I don't usually call into these things, but, Dick, you are a fucking... Dickless, piece of worthless, gangrenous, pong green. That must be the same That's guy. The same guy. Dumb yeah. For being against Get a thesaurus, no, dude. <laughs> oh, you want to hear the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, not being able to, to take holidays off. How can you be against that, man? How can you be against that? Yeah, how People dare you? have died in this country. Yeah, they've died. For the right to have eight-hour workdays, for eight the hours. right to be able really? to go home and be with their families. Yeah. Most other countries so. have died. multiple holidays multiple. off. Multiple. Most other countries, most of <laughs> so other countries there. in the world yeah. have Easter off. Easter. Most other Christian countries, including Christian. and some non-Christian countries, like India, the Indian embassy the in Indian the U.S. Embassy in gets the US. off for Easter, but for American Easter. workers don't. Yeah. Uh-huh. American workers work harder and longer than any workers in the entire Western industrialized world. You want to take away the few days they have to go and enjoy time with their families yeah. and not fucking slave their lives away, making rich people yep. money who don't need it. Making rich people money. Fuck you, money. Dick. You're a fucking piece of shit. You worthless fucking asshole. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. What a hero. That guy's that guy's for the workers, man. 
That guy's the people's fan. Is there <laughs> is there some reason you just can't eat dinner with your family like the next time you have a day off? Am I crazy? I didn't have Thanksgiving with my family. I Dick. had it with a bunch of assholes that I hate. Dick, if you, I, yeah, yeah, which was me, yeah, actually. Was thanks, you. thanks, Dick. I really appreciate it. You know, Dick, if you even checked our own fucking website, I linked to all sorts of stats and studies and interesting news articles. And one of them I linked to was on, I think it was like Think Progress or some, some bullshit website, but it mm-hmm. talked about this problem of employers threatening to fire their employees if they didn't work these shifts. Mm-hmm. And they posted pictures from signs they post up in break rooms that say, hey, you can't request any time off between the days of November 15th through January 4th. That's over a month and a half. Some people have to work every day in those shifts. They don't get any time off. And no, sometimes you work the night shift or graveyard shift. Those are times when your family's asleep. You don't get a few hours off to have with your family. You never do. In fact, when I worked at the old telemarketing company, when I was a programmer, I worked the graveyard shift and I was asleep during the day, so I never got to see my family. What is this, Oliver Twist? Is it people are getting off of work and then slaving over coals to be with their families and then passing out on their wooden benches and waking up and getting dragged to work? Is that what we're to believe? Maybe for one day a year. Yeah, dude. Maybe for Black Friday. But well, that's, uh, that's just not the reality of the entire year. Yeah, it's just easy. Right? Just, just get up and move to another state if you... If you no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it's easy, but uh, you don't have a right to a job in this country. Well, did I do that? No. Okay, I didn't make these rules. No, Urkel Masterson, you didn't. <laughs> okay, uh, do you have any more voicemail? Because I got yeah, one. Yeah, sure What's I yours? do. Well, what's yours? No, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I got, I got a big one. I think, this one's, I think this one's addressed to you, speaking of big ones. Great. Hey, guys, it's Alex from Toronto. I just called in hey, this week, actually, to agree with you. Uh, I really do think you suck your dicks a lot on this show. Well, well anyway, <laughs> good that we can find some common ground. Go fuck yourself, dick. Oh, <laughs> damn it, damn it. Yeah, go fuck yourself, dick. I like that guy. And uh, yeah, I'm glad that he agrees that we like ourselves a lot. Oh, and speaking of sucking our own dicks, mm-hmm. uh, we have the live show coming up, guys. Los Angeles, December 19th. We're going to post more details. We're going to have, I don't know how we're going to do tickets. We're not going to have a lot of tickets available. We'll probably yeah, do it in two gonna ships. it's going to be a shit show. Yeah, we probably have at most... Uh, 40 people to seat and uh, in two two shifts of 20. So we'll see. We'll post the details on the website. But uh, You know, we yeah. should have some kind of a form. Like We should set up a form on the website to handle it. Yeah, well, you have to you have to sign a release and everything. But uh, we'll post more details as that comes. But December 19th is looking like the day. Uh, we'll do a, a daytime show and, a, and, a, and an evening show. We're going to do a live show, live taping of this, uh, The Biggest Problem with guests. It'll so be Lena's, fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna it's gonna go live. Yeah, I got another comment for you, Robert Hiller. Dick, I took your catcalling advice this weekend to try to hook up with a few sorority chicks I see at a club. You remember my catcalling advice? Yeah, shit advice. I approached them all at different times, trying different methods with each. None of them remotely showed interest, and I got kicked out of the club. <laughs> Great advice, <laughs> numb nuts. Yeah. You're an amateur and a fool, but most of all, you are you are chode. <laughs> but then this guy, Damian Graves, he's my boy, right? Yeah. He says. It doesn't work well if you're fat or a loser. Did he spell it Y O U R? I bet he did. What a moron. I love no no, it's a great burn because and there's a key word that makes it a great burn. It's well. It doesn't work well. Still saying that it should have worked. Still slamming this kid that the advice should have worked. Yeah. And the advice was hit on as many girls as possible. That's stupid. It's simple. No. Just go up to each one. Hey, how's it going? Hey, my name is what's this guy's name? Hi, my name's Robert. Dick, What's going on? You're like that moron who joins a Counter-Strike server and just spins around shooting everything with a shotgun. And I'm there with a fucking sniper, buddy. Can I you, shoot one bullet, one kill. 
Can you headshot. phrase this in an adult metaphor that isn't video games? What yeah, so mean? I'm in Afghanistan, right? <laughs> We're going after Osama bin Laden. You're in there fucking spraying the walls with shotgun shells, and I'm sitting there one shot, one kill, buddy, right in Osama's fucking eyes, right yeah, between his eyes. I've, I'll definitely take the shotgun. Yeah, approach. Yeah. It's spinning easy. around like a Just moron. Sit there, bloom, 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 bloom. Yeah. You, you, you don't you, hit me, anything. You. Spinning around like an idiot, get all dizzy. Whoa. Well, it, it worked for our buddy Butt Sanchez, didn't it? Yeah. Speaking of Butt Sanchez, who left the voicemail? Here you go. Hey, Maddox, this is Butt Sanchez. Okay, you keep on giving me shit for not wearing the condom, but let me ask you something. How are you supposed to have sex? The hundo water with the condom, you fucking idiot. Yeah. How are you supposed to have sex underwater with a condom, you fucking idiot? You don't have sex underwater. <laughs> you don't have sex in a hot tub? Get no. out of here. No, man. It's, you know, it, it's, it's nice on paper, but then in practice, it's bullshit. Having sex in a hot tub. That's what they're made for. Yeah, but vaginas dry up, man. Water isn't a good lubricant. Surprise! (laughs) There's some advice for you. Vaginas dry up. Yeah. Water (laughs) isn't a good lubricant. It just doesn't fucking work, man. I've tried. Look, I've had sex in an ocean. I've had sex in swimming pools. I've had sex in hot tubs. I've had sex in sinks. Like, it doesn't fucking work. Sorry. Ocean? Yeah. You had sex in an ocean? In the, yeah, in an ocean. In the ocean? What were you doing? Having sex. (laughs) Banging a chick. Was it a sex cruise? What do no. you mean? You were, what were you, you were out on the ocean having yeah, sex? Yeah, I was out in the ocean having sex. I'm not going to get a story out of you for having well, sex in the ocean. Yeah. I mean, at least in a pool and in a spa, you have something to leverage yourself off of. In the ocean seems like you're just humping the air like a dolphin. Do you see why it's weird that you would say the ocean? Because you're just floating around like a buoy, stabbing your penis forward into the salt water. No, Dick, I don't have to jerk my entire fucking body. How do you have sex in the ocean, then? Well, with my hips, man, I just rock them. Look, here's the thing. I was in the I water. want you to, like, paint what? me the picture. Okay. How do you do it? Okay, so we're at the beach, right? And everyone at the beach is an idiot. So I'm like, well, this is boring. I'm going to go have sex. So I walk out into the ocean. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I walk out into the ocean. <laughs> and I'm there about, you know, the water's covering my shoulder. And I'm there with a pretty lady. And I'm like, well, you know, here we are. And uh, she, look, if she straddles me, this is going to get, you know, I'm not going to get too graphic, but if she straddles me, it looks like she's still standing up. So it doesn't, it doesn't have to be this thing that's like, oh my, I'm a, I'm humping over here like a moron, like an amateur. Oh, so you're, you're standing on the, in the beach. I'm standing. You're, you're I'm having standing. sex on the beach. No, I was in the ocean. I was in the water. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's how it happened. And she's straddling you. So you look like some kind of satyr, like with hairy legs, hairy manly <laughs> legs and an upper woman body. <laughs> All right, well, Butt Sanchez is right. You no. can't have sex in a hot tub with a condom on. Yeah, that's, yeah. well, you, you shouldn't have sex in the con in the hot tub. By the way, it dries up with a condom, too. With or without a condom, it doesn't matter. It's still going to dry up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, Dick, is that all the voicemail you got? Because I got one. Yeah, go ahead. So, in our bonus episode this week that, ju- that was just released, we talked about this video that- <laughs> You have something on me from yesterday? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so, I got a voicemail. So, remember, in the in the bonus episode, I played- that video from Angelo Mike, a fan who sent in this video of, of him interviewing his mom, who was kind of shitting on you. And she was really pissed off, Dick, because you, <laughs> you're being an asshole. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was doing. Real smart. So I created an entire soundboard. For those of you who haven't listened to the bonus episode yet, you'll be hearing the sound for the rest of the season, probably. Probably the rest of the series. That are great. great. But I have a voicemail that she sent in, Dick. Here's, uh, here's part of it. 
Yeah, Galabanga to you. Galabanga to you. Galabanga. If this is Dick Masterson, man, I'm telling you, I can stand the way you talk about women. Yeah. You such a disgusting, <laughs> filthy mouth and take your freaking glasses off. Yeah, I don't know if you're dating women. What kind of woman will date you? Yeah, you Dick. know? Huh? But I tell you, you're the biggest malaka in the universe. Oh, a malaka? And go search for that word. You're calling me a malaka yeah, on my own podcast? Uh-huh. I know what a yeah. malaka is, lady. Yeah. A malaka, for those who don't know, is a Greek word for jerk off. Yeah. Uh-huh. A jerk off. Yeah, it's you, buddy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'll tell you what kind of girls date me, uh, Angelo's mom. The same kinds who call my voicemail. Yeah? Well, yeah. Here, here's, here's... That's who. Yeah. Yeah, yeah great. Great, Just Dick. one little step over. First, they're pissed off. Then uh-huh. they want to bang you. Yeah, you think she's going to date? I don't think so. Here's what she says about me. She actually has something to say about me. Maddox, I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah, she loves me. I love you, Maddox. You, my favorite. Okay. I'm her favorite. Oh, great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm her favorite, Dick. And here's here's what here's more here's what what. Hey, she why don't ha- you guys go yeah. get married? Maybe we you know? will. I love Angelo's mom. Here's what she says about you, dude. But that that friend of yours you who talking that. about women, no, mm, Maddox. No. He doesn't deserve your friendship. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, you Maddie. Also, again. talk about I'm better than your kids. Remember the book? Oh, the God. What is this? I love yeah, I'm yeah. better than this your is... kids. I have your books. I look at them oh every, day. every day. Almost, you, you know, now Maddox. Angelo took it away from me and I don't have them. <laughs> but when I have them, uh, I, I look at them every day and I, you make me so happy. Huh? You make me so happy, <laughs> Maddox. Oh, wait, I, have, I don't have the book. Yeah, you did. You took it away from me. What? Yeah, you did. Anyway... <laughs> I just love you, Maddox, and, and Dick Masterson. Christ. Just get yourself a woman, a yeah. real woman, and yeah. be a real man. Yeah, Dick, be, be a, a real man. man. And who are you, Bye, Maddox, I love you. <laughs> Jeez, Angelo's mom, why don't you pull your nose out of Maddox's asshole? Talk you about dumb a brown shit. No, she loves me, man. She looks at your book every day. It's a good book, but holy shit. Every what is it, the day. Bible? I love you, Maddox. <laughs> she loves me. She loves me. Ah, Angelo's mom. I'm making fans, baby. You're ruining. You're destroying them. I'm destroying them. Yeah. Oh, that's what you do. Like, like uh, the, our our poor caller. What was his name? C.J. Canton, who called in, called you gangrenous pond scum. I mean, look. I get if you're really angry and you want to take out the fact that you got to work on Thanksgiving out on me. That's fine. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm not the one who's uh, I'm not the one who's making you show up. I'm not the one writing the check. You one percenter. All right, I'm not even shopping. Great. Well, let's get to the problems, Dick. What do you got? Bro downs. What the hell is a bro down? You know what a bro down is? I looked at I looked up Urban Dictionary to see if they agreed with me Mm -hmm. on what a bro down was, and they don't. (laughs) Okay. Uh, but that's never stopped me before. Sure. I, I, I don't think Urban Dictionary is accurate in, its, in all of its slang. Well, it is a lot, but then it seems a little silly at times. Well, yeah, because anyone can edit it. It's like Wikipedia, you know, the source that you use for most of your arguments. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you're right. That's not nearly as good as WikiHow. Hey, right? hey shut up. <laughs> all right, so what's a bro down? A bro down. A bro down. Um, I'll tell you a little story. I'll tell you what a bro down is. Okay. I was at a, I was at a house party uh-huh. with you. Oh, so I, I was story. I was at a house party about halfway, maybe three quarters of the way through a bottle of wild turkey. All right. So yeah. if my if my if my uh, interpretation of events, if my recollection of events starts to deviate, please tell me if that's the case. I will. Right. Because you were you there for it. most of this. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Simple little house party. Party's dying down. We're in the backyard, and uh, an altercation was started. 
What, uh, or, all right. Uh, okay, already. <laughs> okay. Was the altercation started? Did it just spontaneously happen? You know, some who knows with these <laughs> things. Sometimes altercations are just in the ether, and uh, someone happens to discover it first. Is it really uh, their fault for yeah. finding the altercation before the other person? It was in the ether. It was in the ether. The altercation <laughs> was just there. Yeah, and we just stumbled upon it. We just it. stumbled. You and I. Oh, you, you and I stumbled upon don't this drag altercation. Drag me into this bozo. Who started this altercation? Okay, you you be the judge. Okay, you you know listeners be the judge of who sure. who quote unquote started this. Yeah. There was a there was a beer pong table in the backyard that had been used all night. The party the party was dead. It was dying. It was winding right? down. Yeah, winding down. Yeah. And there was a, there was a beer pong table that was covered covered in half full beers. Those right. little solo cups, right? You're an optimist. <laughs> hey, how about that? Yeah. How about that, Angelo's mom? Not such a bad guy. I'm an optimist. You are a jackass. <laughs> oh, she's gonna love this story. So. Beer pong table covered in covered in uh, beery solo cups, and I think I'm sitting there with my dog and my bottle of whiskey, and I think, man, sitting next to an orange tree, and I think, man, wouldn't it be really funny if somebody threw an orange at all of these solo cups and they <laughs> like shot everywhere? Yeah, like bowling, except also exploding drinks everywhere and also at the behest of a huge asshole but yes go on like wouldn't it be funny if it happened and then suddenly i was doing it right <laughs> whoa, whoa dick you're skipping an important piece here you turned to me and you no, said, no no that you know, oh you came out before i did the first one or you came out after i did the first one no i was there for oh, all you were there yeah i was there okay you drunk asshole okay what did i, right what did I say you, you this is me. great we're all learning stuff <laughs> i'm learning this my own story yeah you turned to me and you said hey man you think i could hit those those uh those cups from here and i said yes dick and he goes well, let's see <laughs> let's see let's see if you're right yeah so i could uh, i could hit the cups you threw it i yeah. threw the orange and like i don't know probably 10 cups go splattering everywhere uh -huh. right as it turns out these dumb guys happened to be standing kind of close to these cups and I, they each had a date it was two guys and two girls was right? it i thought it was it was two guys and one girl he was the third oh wheel. you're right that's what it was you're right that just gets ass. even better yeah and i don't even think i any... only see women in doubles yeah, when yeah. i'm drunk yeah of Go course ahead. i don't even think any beer splashed on him by the way oh no 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 definitely not because I, I like even in my in my drunk state i thought they were far away Okay. Like I thought they were far enough away. I thought this was a safe yeah, move. It was. Right? You you surprisingly were less of an asshole than usual. But yes. I don't want to splatter beer all over people. No, you're not you're not I mean, I have been ejected from Dodger Stadium for doing that. <laughs> but that's a different story. I learned my lesson. Yeah. I didn't want to get this guy wet. You're not a you're not a jerk, you're a dick. Thank you. Yeah. So throw the orange, beer shoots everywhere, and it was awesome. Yeah. It was as cool as I thought it would be, pretty right? Fun. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Right? It was cooler than sitting there doing nothing. It was cooler than nothing, yes. Right, okay. I'll give you that, Dick. So then I was like, oh, man, I got to do that again. That was cool, right? Is that accurate? Well, before that, he Oh, was so this is when he, this yes. is when the altercation was found. <laughs> this is when the altercation upon. appeared. Yeah. The wild altercation appeared. Like a Pokemon. And this guy turns to me and, what do you call me, a stupid motherfucker- and hey, you and stupid motherfucker. Yeah, hey, you asshole. What yeah, are you doing throwing asshole, oranges? Yeah. So he said, I I demand an apology. Uh, he said, I want an apology, didn't that he? That was the second one, Dick. Oh, okay. Get to the second orange. The okay. first one, he said, hey, what the fuck is your problem? And you say, uh, I don't know, man. And he goes, don't do that again. Uh, so oh, that's that where was we the left mistake. That was, 
So I, I so I do it again. Immediately, Immediately, he grabs an orange off the tree and throws it before he could like almost finish the sentence. It was already on the table. I mean, you have to. Well, when people say when people say with no authority to not do something that is fun and cool, yeah. and everyone's looking at it, you have to do it again. Sure. He, he just stepped to the side. Yeah. I didn't get him. If if I had gotten him wet, he would have said, "You got beer all over me." He probably would have said that. Yeah. Yeah. He so he obviously didn't. Yeah. I was right in thinking that. Yeah. Could have just moved over. Sure. I've, I've I have. A bottle of whiskey in my hand. Uh-huh. You're reasoning with this person? Yeah, he's okay. an idiot. He's, right. that is a, that's the idiot. He's the idiot. I'm with you, dude. Okay, thank you. Yeah. And you were that night, because you were laughing like an asshole oh, of course. at this point, I when stop. I did it again. It's hilarious. So he turns around and starts losing his shit, saying uh, basically the same, basically reiterating his point, and then adding... I want an I want a, I want an apology. Yeah, I said, want an apology out of you. He said, "What the fuck's your problem?" I thought I told you oh, not yeah. to throw another orange. He got really aggressive at this point, and his friends are kind of looking at us and looking. Everyone's getting really tense now, and he turns except and for says, me, yeah, except for you, of course, <laughs> except for you, the unflappable drunk asshole. And so he turns and says, "I want you to fucking apologize right now." And this is I want to redo it. I want to try to redo it. I don't know if I can because it was so it was so funny when I did it. It's hard to recreate, but to say that again. Okay, you better apologize right now. Sorry. Yep, that was about it. <laughs> that was about it. And then it was just dead silence, right? Yeah. Because you never expect that. Oh, uh, Like, it, these guys never just expect you to do what they say to do. Right. Because you can't apologize because that's, like, questions your manhood, right? Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't know what an asshole, insincere prick you are because you never mean an apology. The non-apology no. king right here. Yeah. Yeah. So so, so immediately he, he's like, well, uh, uh, okay then. Well, don't yeah. do it again. Better not do it again. Well, see, I pro- I might not have done it again, but yeah. he's got to keep got to keep piling on, right? Yeah, well. So he turns around, and I have I would say I have decent comedic timing. Well, I wait until it's <laughs> I wait until it's as funny as I think it will be, and I before and I, I grab another orange, of course, because I'm like, all right, I, I can't just do it right away, because then it makes me seem like I really want this, you know? Mm-hmm. I got to really let it let it die down. Well, you turned to us. And ask for our opinion, Dick. Do you remember right. this? Yes, I yeah. do. Yeah. I don't remember what I said, though. Okay. You turned to me first. You said, uh, should I throw another one? And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I just kind of shrug, and I think, oh, I don't know, man. It'd be pretty funny, but he seems pretty worked up. Then there was this At this guy. point, if I don't get a no, like an emphatic no, I'm doing it. Right? That's what's, uh, that's what's going on in my mind when this is happening. Yeah. I'm telling you. And then you turn to your left, and there was this British guy sitting there, just like comfortably... <laughs> Like cozily sipping a beer, <laughs> casually he just sitting there. Show. Yeah, he's just watching. And he kind of, you turn to him and said, Hey, man, what do you think? Should I throw this orange? And he kind of shrugs and goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're sitting there debating whether or not we should throw the orange. And you're like, yeah. oh, Should I? And I can see in the background, you're not paying attention, but I noticed the guy, he's like getting worked up. He's getting into, right. yeah, super. What's the, uh, with the Dragon Ball Z guy? Uh, again, super. I don't. Yeah, I don't well, know. Whatever. The, Gohan is no. that a thing? Yeah, Super Saiyan. No, no. What's it? Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan. Yeah, he's, he's like getting Super Saiyan, right? Yeah. So, so oh, that's the guy whose hair shoots up and he goes like, yeah. right? Okay, I know yeah. that guy. I'm a Yamaka or whatever the thing is. So then our other buddy comes out and you sit. He's a he's a, he's a good friend of ours. And you turn to him, and he's he's kind of like a fatherly figure. He has this like fatherly affect about him. So he comes out, and you turn to him and you say, "Hey, man." Think I should throw this orange? And he kind of knowing that he's seen nothing of what's transpired so far. Yeah, like just setting him up because I thought it'd be funny. Yeah, and he kind of sheepishly says like shrugs no, and then 
So right. I, yeah. no, at, while this is happening, I'm looking at that threesome. Yeah. And there's this dude who's like, the one guy, the one guy who's flipping out already has like, he looks like a neck beard, right? Like he's got a yeah. big stupid beard. He literally he's has looking, a neck beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His other guy is like a trim fit guy in a motorcycle jacket who looks like a badass, right? The guy yeah. with the girl. Was that accurate? Oh, the guy with the, the greaser that looking was a guy. cool motorcycle jacket. Yeah, that guy yeah. looked fucking cool. Yeah. So I'm, I make eye contact with him holding this orange in my hand and I'm like, eh? Like, looking at him, he just goes, <laughs> he tries not to look, uh, he tries not to show any expression on his face, but he just kind of, like, shakes his head. Right. Right? Like, okay, dude, that's, that's a buy-in. I got a buy-in from you. So, clearly, clearly this isn't going to go too far south if I do. So, once, once our friend comes out, the fatherly guy, and shrugs, I'm like, yeah, I throw it. <laughs> I lob this orange, and it, it pockets, like, tin cup into one of these solo cups and fucking explodes. Is that accurate? It, it destroyed, like, it hit, it hit pockets of cups that I didn't even know there was. Like, it felt like a video game when they crashed and went smashing all over the table. Yeah, pretty funny. You didn't splash him still, though. Oh, still? No, of course no. not. So, so I'm dying of laughter at this point because of the tension like that te- you know that that like right. tension that usually gives people anxiety i'm like i'm like i love it i start laughing i just hear that's it <laughs> <laughs> this guy this guy comes fucking storming over like uh like the a- bushwhackers <laughs> like uh like like the beginning of donkey kong right throwing his i'm throwing my fists up in the air like back and forth over here you can't see but i'm throwing yeah. it up like a gorilla right like yeah. a big silverback gorilla and he comes screaming over at me that's it that's it that's it you want to go you want to go and of course i don't want to go like i've i've Achieved maximum enjoyment of this. You've already gone. You're, I've, you're, I've gone. I've already spent. come. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he gets in my face and starts like you know, r- trying to like rub his nipples on mine. I guess which is what got this is a bro down. This yeah. right here is the bro down. He gets his chest out right and he starts smushing it against me. And I've I've got a bottle of whiskey in one hand and the leash of a dog in the other hand, and yeah. he's losing his fucking mind. So I start keeling over with laughter, right? You guys are, I, I don't know if you're trying to get involved at this point. Oh, no, yeah, I, I'm just sitting back. I'm like, well, I want to see this asshole get punched. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and meaning either me or him. I don't know. Yeah, he's puffing up his chest like a like a dullard. Like he's like going to do something. Rubbing his nipples rubbing on you. Rubbing nipples is, together. Which is an aggressive move. That's what a bro down is. You yeah. try to rub your nipples against the other right. guy's nipples until <laughs> one of you comes, I guess. I don't know, because it never comes to blows. <laughs> hey, bro. What you, bro, what do you, you think of these nipples? What you What's the edge, bro? I told you not to. You pause it. Huh? How tender are your nipples, bro? My <laughs> nipples are tender as shit. My nipples are hard as shit, man. I won't cut. So this guy is doing this, and I'm I'm keeling over with laughter. You're, you're doubled over. Doubled over, laughing. literally. Yeah. Drunker than hell. Uh, and he's like, why don't you stand up and fight me like a man? Stand up and you're, you're such a bitch. You're such a pussy. And I'm like, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I got to. These guys get involved at this point. Like, okay, okay, you're you're a huge asshole. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Well, you didn't mention that he pushed you at this point. So he's oh, trying yeah. to provoke you into a fight. And and that's when you were doubled over laughing because he pushed you and you couldn't control your laughter. So, uh, I can't. And you wouldn't, I just you wouldn't take the bait. And so I, after he pushed you, I walked over to this guy and I said, okay, man, take it easy. He's drunk. He's an idiot. Just let him go. You're trying to, again. Idiot like a fox. Again, Dick, you're trying to reason with a drunk idiot. Don't re- You can't dr- reason with drunk people. You just ignore them and avoid them. They're, going, they're loose cannons you don't know what they'll do they'll probably stab you with a broken whiskey bottle as you could have done but yeah well yeah i mean you're a dick 
You're, I mean, you shoved me back. Whoops, I just uh, broke this whiskey bottle. Oops. Uh, two, two Mr. Magoo, Mr. Bean slips. And this you guy are just a lost shit his head. <laughs> what a shit. That's head. my problem. It's bro downs because this happens all the fucking time. Yeah. And it's, em- it's embarrassing to me as a man to see men doing this. It's shameful. What are you doing? Why are you putting on this big retarded display over, over solo cups? Yeah. I don't know, Dick. It sounds like the problem was you being a drunk idiot. Yeah, but this happens all the time without me, and usually there's some other moron on the other side of this who also wants to get his nipples in on the action. (laughs) And then it turns into a fight. It never turns into a fight. Excuse me. It never turns into a fight. It's just a big, weird dance that guys do. Yeah, what? Yeah, you know, Dick, that's true to an extent. Because if you mess with the wrong crowd, if, if like in Los Angeles, there are gangs, right? There are gang members. And sometimes they got their homies, and they're they're cowards. They don't want to fight one-on-one, so they'll get all their buddies to jump in on you, and then you're fucked. Because one of them's going to fight dirty and stab you. Sure. Yeah, well, that's yeah. that's what's what you're your, setting yourself what's up your, for. That's, that's, your, that's why it's a problem, you're saying. Well, the problem, of course, is the drunk idiot. Not the bro. Look, the bro. Yeah, but this is like, look, this is like, if you get run into the wrong way on the subway, yeah. there's gonna be a bro down. It's like, when did when did guys turn into these mafioso wannabe gangsters that like they need to be respected at all times? I think since when did that happen? Since the beginning, Dick. Guys have always been that way. You don't think it's getting worse? Uh, it could be. No, I think it's getting it's getting better. Dick, here's a here's another impromptu Dick versus Dick. weren't you okay. saying weren't you saying a couple episodes back that it's impossible to provoke someone into a fight? Nobody wants to fight anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they just want to they just want to put on this spectacle. No, but in this front guy of all tried. their friends, you didn't take the bait. This guy, dude. Tried. If he wanted to fight me, he would have just walked over and hit me. That's a fight. That's how you start a fight. You don't come in with nipples blazing, <laughs> trying he to did, nipple sword fight look, me. He did shove you. That's a provocation. You actually had the justification for self defense. Ah, uh, yeah, please. That's assault. Get man. out of here. It it is, but it's it's not a fight. Is it? What what is it? What, do we have to like? Do, is it like foreplay of fighting? You got to ask me out with a shove, and then I like send you notes in class and kiss you to so we get to the next point where we're actually exchanging blows. It's just it's at this Ugh. age, yeah, exactly. At this age, I'm not fighting over solo cups, no, man. What no. are you What are you getting so bent out of shape for? Yeah, no, you're right, Dick. Like he he was he was a bro for sure. He was bro dowing hard. Um, and his nipples were hard. I, 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 I saw them. I saw them glistening in the, in the night. Cause maybe you did splash some beer on him. Cause he had some really fucking pointy nipples. His beard was hard too. Yeah. His whole, his whole body into was like hard. a boing. Oh man. And then after, after we kind of broke it up, me and I think the British guy, oh, come down, mate, come down. <laughs> and so, so we got him to turn around and he walks over past his friends where he was just having a nice conversation, a nice night that he could have avoided just simply by taking a step to the left away from the ping pong table. He's probably cock blocking that guy. He probably was. Probably was. Fucking beardo. Angry little fuck. In a bad mood because he's not getting laid. Yeah. Maybe you should listen to uh, yours and Butt Sanchez's advice and uh, he can get chlamydia in a hot tub. But listen, man, he could have like stepped up one step to the left and avoided this whole thing. Then when he turned around and walked back to his friends, I saw I saw him still like super scion mode, right? He's he's sitting there with yeah. his back turned to the rest of the party. Like everybody, he's kind of like sulking in the corner where it's dark. And you can see just like the, the silhouette of him, right? And he's just like, his arms are tense and his muscles are kind of, he's just kind of gripping his fist. He's Jesus so mad. Christ, yeah. this guy. Dude, fucking chill out, dude. It's three in the morning. Everyone at this party's drunk. Go home. Or come throw some oranges with me. Take that, uh, no, no, no. Well, I started looking stuff up on like this this angry white men phenomenon. Why, Have you heard of that? Why are you adding race in this? 
Well, that's that, that's what it's called. Okay. I mean, this is like it's uh, according to who? The internet. I don't know. It's <laughs> okay. well because it, I I tried to find some actual stats on this or some actual research or at least some talking points, and it's it's all these authors talking about how masculinity is ending. It's the end of the masculine era, and all these guys are all pissed off that they don't have a place in the world anymore. But I don't think that's true. I don't think that's what was going through that guy's mind when he's raging out in his bro down. I disagree. I think that is true. I think that that guys do need, sometimes they need that outlet. Like, I know some people, for example, Tucker Max, uh, the author Tucker Max, right? He's my buddy. Yeah. Um, he had, he was really kind of aggressive, and he mellowed out a lot after he started taking fighting lessons, and he started doing MMA stuff. He really mellowed out a lot. Mm. He just needed to get that out of his system. Well, maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe that guy found a way to get it out of his system. Yeah, you, that wasn't you made him shoving come. me around. You made, it, you, made him, you made his masculine boner come, dude. Here's, uh, here's the stats I did find. Here's the stats for you. The yeah. National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, something from the government, yeah. paid a million bucks in tax dollars to fund a five-year study of alcohol and bar violence that determined, get a load of this, get a load of this million-dollar finding. Yeah. Bar fights tend to occur in venues that are relatively dark, dirty, noisy, hot, and crowded, oh. featuring fe- frequented by clientele that are younger and less agreeable and more impulsive heavy drinkers. We paid a million bucks for that. Wow. Yeah, pretty good. Wow. We got to be they running. They nailed it. They nailed yeah, it, though. That's huh? true. Yeah, it's accurate. <laughs> that's true. It's accurate. And or people's backyard parties where everyone's just trying to chill out until Dick tries to throw oranges at a beer beer table. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much. I I, I don't know. I, I, I got a lot of stuff on this uh, macho thing. But it was it was very weird to research. Because they all these authors do is rip on, like, the stereotypical conservative man. Like, they all hate... Um, they all hate your typical bad guys, tea party guys. Um, well, let me see here. They they hate badasses. It sounds like, right? No, it's it's not so much badasses. It's just like, <sighs> here's my point. I don't think it's specific to any any uh, any kind of background or ideology. What the bro down? Yeah, the bro down. I it's I I think no I think it is mostly non liberal. Like I, I think most of my liberal friends are pacifists. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think I can rev anybody up. Well, I can too, buddy. And I love doing it. I'm good at it. That's what I do for a living. Well, I guess that's what I that's what I disagreed with was with their uh, liberal bent that somehow these liberal men are are beyond broing down. But I don't know. Maybe it is true. Well, it's easier it's easier to provoke somebody who's who's more prone to be violent or a war hawk, for example. And that's why I think they're they're trying to mix in some political slant with this because mm. it's thought that conservatives are generally more hawkish than liberals. Liberals are more dovish. Consider you know that's what people consider, right? So that's why so. they're saying if if you provoke somebody who's more hawkish they're more likely to be provoked into violence. Uh, 90% of physical altercations go to the ground, according to cops. Yeah. So this guy wanted to, like, wrestle around on the ground with me. And who are you, gay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. hard nipples, man. That's just so insecure. Come on, guys. Come is. on. You're making us look bad. Chill out, bros. All right, Dick. Uh, not a problem. Uh, let's get to a real one. Huh? Was that a 30-minute story? Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Celebrity worship. That's my problem. Shit. Yeah, what do you mean shit? I think you've heard the last of my Maddox Lost song. Yeah. Bravo, Maddox. I love you, Maddox. (laughs) So here we go. So they're the reason. Celebrity worship is the reason we have anti-vaxxers. 
So I brought in anti-vaxxers a couple episodes ago, and everybody thought that was a huge problem because it's putting the entire society at risk, right? It's jeopardizing the world, potentially. Yeah. We have Jenny McCarthy in part to thank for anti-vaxxers. She believes her child was diagnosed with autism due to vaccines, right? She did her own independent research and concluded that autism rates have risen with vaccination rates. Oh, correlation must cause causation, right? She failed to control for variables such as chemicals used in construction, clothing, plastics, known carcinogens, diet, water, atmosphere, or countless other things she didn't control for. Well, what about, like, the fact that we're paying attention to it now? What? That's a pretty big control. The fact that the diagnose, like, we actually try to diagnose it now. What, autism? Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty big, I would say that's bigger than all of the... The other uh, things she didn't control for. Right. It's not necessarily that autism is on the rise, but it's that we're more uh, able to diagnose it correctly. Yeah. Because we have tools today that are able to diagnose autism that we didn't have in the past. Mm-hmm. Because it's not something that, that people were looking for. And autism was, wasn't always on a spectrum. So now we, we have a much greater understanding of autism. You're, you're right, Dick. So here's another here's another celebrity. So people look up to Jenny McCarthy, right? She Her, her fans listen to her. They go out and they buy, their, buy her book. And then she, they find out that she has this crazy fucking anti-vaxxer view, and then they might decide to be an anti-vaxxer because of her. Because these celebrities are influential, right? Yeah, because what are they going to say? Their hero's an idiot? You can't say that. No. No, you can't. Well, speaking of my hero's an idiot, Chuck Norris. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, Chuck Norris is a badass in all his movies, but in his real life, he's kind of an idiot. He wants he wanted Texas to secede from the Union because our government is too secular. Did you know that? Oh, that's not. Well, I guess I'm an idiot, too, then. Yeah. I don't think it's idiotic to want that. To secede from the Union? That's so fucking selfish. That's making America weaker. If you have a huge fucking state like Texas secede from the Union, fuck off. You don't yeah. like... Look... That's called a negotiation. No, it's not, you moron. Look, the the liberal, the conservative version of liberals threatening to go to Canada is secession. Yeah, so, that's so, true. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, Con- going to Canada isn't so stupid either. Yes, it is. Well, why? If you hate the U.S., get out of here. Look, man, if there's a problem with the U.S., you you tough it up, you stick it out, and you solve the problem, uh, right? Oh, so, oh, we got slavery. Let's just up and leave. Let's not solve slavery. <laughs> that's what that's what people like Chuck Norris would do. They would try to secede. Let's keep slavery, but let's also secede from America and destroy hey, man, America. Selfishness, uh, America is based on selfishness. Well, it says you. I'll never forget that. Patricia Heaton, she's the wife of Ray on Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. She's opposed to abortion and euthanasia. She opposed a Missouri state constitutional amendment for embryonic stem cell research, which passed, by the way. (laughs) Stem cell research is like one of the best things that humanity has discovered. You know what? That's a pretty good solution. solution. Yeah, Uh it is. Uh, Dibs. Uh, Yeah, fuck you, (laughs) Dick. Not that it matters because you're just going to steal it like the airline surcharge one. Anyway, Kirk Cameron. You remember Kirk Cameron? He was the star of Growing Pains from the 90s. Yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah, he's a creationist. Who creates oh. anti-evolution propaganda linking Darwinism to Nazi racial theories? <laughs> he calls homosexuality unnatural, detrimental, and ultimately destructive to the foundations of civilization. Hmm. Yeah. Kirk Cameron. All his acolytes, his fans are looking up to him. They're gonna be anti, they're gonna be homophobic. Yeah. Donald Trump. You don't think people can just say, like, ah, fuck that part of his beliefs. I still like him as an actor, but. Yeah, they can. The the intelligent ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. So most yeah. people are most people are idiots. Okay. Right. These are the people celebrities. These are the people who who adhere to celebrities. They I don't know. I think I think your fans are able to say that snakes are cool. They're able to say, "What the fuck is Maddox talking about with snakes?" 
You know what? My fans are mostly intelligent until they disagree with me. <laughs> then you have Donald Trump, right? What? What's wrong with him? <laughs> Everything. He's a moron. He kept hinting at a 2012 presidential run, wasted people's time just to promote his show, The Apprentice. Genius. He's done it time after time again. No, it's not. It's, it's embarrassing. Free advertising. Yeah. Well, it's not free because it comes at the expense of taxpayers because we have to give this idiot, this bozo, uh, airtime to, to debate in the presidential debates when he's not serious about running. Uh, it costs you and me money. We paid for that. Then he championed a cause for the birther movement, doubting every piece of evidence <laughs> that proved him wrong that Obama was born in the United States. He was one of the main reasons that 51% of primary voters believe that Obama was born in Kenya. Meanwhile, John McCain, who was running against Obama the first time, was actually born in the Panama Canal Zone, which makes him not a naturalized U.S. citizen. Wait, so, wait, McCain? McCain. Was born in Panama? Yeah. But in the in a U.S. part of Panama? Like no. some military... No, it's the Panama Canal Zone, which which, which makes him—he is an, a U.S. citizen, but he's not a naturalized U.S. citizen. He's not—he's not, a, he's not a natural. Well, the difference is if you have if you have U.S. parents and you're born abroad, whatever you can—I think uh, that that still makes you a U.S. citizen, but not a naturalized U.S. citizen. A naturalized U.S. citizen has to be born on American soil. The Panama oh. Canal is not U.S. soil, like okay. not 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 officially, not part of not one of the states or anything like that. So the laws about this are actually kind of murky. Mm. I even checked Snopes to make sure this checks out. Snopes said it's it's undetermined because the laws is really murky on this but uh realistically john mccain is less of a naturalized citizen than obama obama was actually born in hawaii so yeah that was still a fun ride though when it was like where was he born let's see the certificate more wasting time ah what what is life come on it was fun to see on tv yeah you dumb shit oh yeah i'm so stupid (laughs) (laughs) i think it's entertaining to watch these blowhards power it out on television speaking of blowhards john wayne was pro-vietnam war Great war. Awesome war. America got a lot out of that one, didn't they? So here's the thing, Dick. I was actually doing some research. We got Forrest Gump out of it. Oh, great. Got a movie. Billions of dollars, and we got one movie to show for it. I did this research, and... Apocalypse Now. We got two good movies out of it. Sorry. Yeah, but we also got... uh, What's his name? Who went on the the wind tour uh, from Two and a Half Men, your hero? Oh, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Wasn't he he in uh, Apocalypse Now? That's where he got his start, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where he kind of got his his uh, his big. Uh, that was his big role. Do you don't like Charlie Sheen? Uh, two and a half. He was a is truther, awful. man. He was a, he was like all about getting um, asking questions about the World Trade Center. Talk about celebrity worship because I loved that guy until I heard that. And I was like, ah, shit. Yeah. Then let me say no. Yeah. I don't like him. So uh, there's actually I looked into this and there's a Wikipedia article called. Uh, it's actually a syndrome. It's called celebrity worship syndrome. Oh. Yeah, this is an actual thing. So I started looking into this. There is a PhD his, uh, by the name of John D. Moore, and he suggests in 2013 that there exists three primary types of celebrity stalkers, right? There's simple obsession. That's the first one. There's love obsessional, and the third one is erotomanic. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that mean? So the first one, simple is obsessional is 70 to 80% of all stalking cases. It's a form of stalking that's associated with individuals who have shared previous personal relationships with their victims. So people become... They, Ex-girlfriends, they become, stuff like that? Yes, yes, usually. So people who become obsessed with celebrities, so they become stalkers. That's the simple obsessional. They're usually kind of benign and harmless. They're not actually you know, going to cause any, any harm. The second one is love obsessional. So love obsessional stalking is the category that most celebrity stalkers fall into. They convince themselves that they are in a relationship with a celebrity, usually someone that they've never met. 
For example, David Letterman had a stalker for five years who claimed to be his wife, even oh, though yeah. they had no personal relationship. And that she was sending her secret encoded messages every night on, on TV. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. They believe that, yeah. Then the erotomanic one. That was the weird one, right? These comprise of less than 10% of stalking cases. These stalkers genuinely believe that their victims are in love with them, right? Individuals who suffer from erotomania tend to believe that their celebrity with whom they are obsessed with, is utilizing the media as a way to communicate. What you just said, Dick. With them by sending them special signals or messages. Yeah, Usually, that was her. Right, it was her. And it's usually an indication of schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, or severe depression. You got two big old different problems here, though. What's that? Because you got the autism one caused by Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. That's, like, dangerous for people. Like, uh, what if, I don't know, who's, what if Lord suddenly, like, became a KKK member? That'd, pr- that'd be bad. Yeah, and I, I think some percentage of our fan base would look into it very yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah, but then you got this one. This is like, this is schizophrenic people, right? Well, That's not harm. I mean, this, these people are crazy if they're celebrities or not. But this is this is the one part of it, right? But uh, this is just the erotomanic one. That's, that's less than 10% of sto- celebrity stalkers. But that's what celebrity worship leads to is stalking. Uh, one study found evidence to suggest that the intense personal celebrity worship dimension was related to higher levels of depression and anxiety. Similarly, another study in 2004 found that the intense personal celebrity worship dimension was not only related to higher levels of depression and anxiety, but also higher levels of stress, negative affect, and reports of illness. So the, uh, all this like constant, intense focus on celebrities in our culture is, hmm. is kind of enabling people with mental disorders to become stalkers and to act on their insane delusions. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Celebrity worship disorder. But celebrity worship, really, if you have, if you look up to a celebrity and they happen to have a really shitty point of view, like for example, that uh, creationism is the belief that uh, that we should adhere to over evolution, or that homosexuality is uh, destructive to society, or that we shouldn't vaccinate our children, isn't that a huge fucking problem, Dick? More so than say, uh, I don't know, bro downs. No. <laughs> <laughs> crazy <laughs> what would it take what if godzilla came out as like a creationist would you stop being a godzilla fan godzilla's a fictional character dick and he can't talk what's the difference all these celebrities are fictional fucking characters that's the point that's why it's weird when they come out with these hard stances on anything i know they're not real you get this version of them that no human could possibly be Dick, but they're influencing legislation. Like in Kansas City, they tried to, I think they, they successfully got creationism to be taught alongside evolution in biology classes. Yeah. You don't think that's a problem? And it's people like Kirk Cameron who are backing this shit with his celebrity power, with yeah, his star I agree power. That, I agree that it's a problem. Yeah, it is a big problem. Thank you. What's your next problem, Dick? My next problem, this is a, more, this is a bigger and more universal problem because it affects way more people. Okay. Undercooked rice. Fuck you, Dick. <laughs> I know exactly what they just pissed me off. Oh. So, um, I got some stats for you. Rice is the main food for half the people in the world. Did you know that? But it was the food for zero people at Thanksgiving <laughs> this year. Because someone undercooked the rice. You're so full of shit, dude. This guy what? is dumb. Hold on, I have more stats for you. Rice is the source of one quarter of global per capita human energy. Did you know that? Yeah quarter of human energy wow, in the world. Real impressive, asshole. But it was the source of one quarter of the complaints at Thanksgiving yeah. dinner this year. Real funny, Dick. Because it was undercooked. Real funny. You, you suck. Yeah. Yeah. 
11% of the world's arable land is given over to rice cultivation. Did you know that? 500 million hectares. Uh-huh. But 11%. But 100% of the rice Maddox made for Thanksgiving was undercooked. <laughs> Fuck you, These Dick. These are interesting stats, I'm so don't tired you of your shit. <laughs> How dare you? And I got, this one was particularly interesting. It takes 5,000 liters of water to produce a kilo of rice. However, it only takes one guy to not cook rice enough to eat. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Dick, I actually- I got a stats I have a stats for you, right? 100% of the dishes were made by other people at Thanksgiving. Dick brought no side dishes. Dick brought nothing but Mount Gay alcohol that he drank all by himself. I also brought beer. I brought a 30-pack of Bud Light for everyone. Awesome. And I brought a 12-pack of um, Fat Tire for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you uh, you drank by yourself like an asshole. You you undercooked no, it wasn't. the rice no, it at wasn't. Thanksgiving. No, it I just, wasn't so undercooked. everyone knows what we're talking yeah. about. Some Someone made undercooked rice <laughs> at not Thanksgiving. Undercooked. You're a moron. It was cr- well. How would you de- how would you determine if rice is undercooked or not? I want to be scientific and objective about this. Well, if the grains of rice are crunchy, yes, it's undercooked. Bingo, they right. were, but they weren't. <laughs> you know what was crunchy in my rice? Okay, so here's here's the full story. I was invited to a Thanksgiving party, and I said right up top, "Hey guys, I'll make a fucking badass pie better than any fucking grandma can make," because that's what I do, man. I take grandma's recipes and blow them out of the water, baby. I make them way better than they were. That's true. I love your uh, your pies. Yeah, and I made this beautiful lattice top apple pie with mm-hmm. intertwined lattices on top, crust from scratch. It was delicious. And then I also noticed that multiple people were bringing pies, so I thought, well, I don't want to be that guy bringing extra pie to a party. It's a showy thing to bring. What, pie? Yeah. You're right, a showy you thing get, to bring. No, 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 no. I'm saying everybody brings it because they, they're bringing It's like a newborn at a no. potluck, like it. Look at this beautiful pie I made. No one appreciates a big bowl of rice, especially if it's undercooked. Yeah, yeah, Dick. Uh, I'm getting to that. <laughs> so I noticed all these people are bringing pie. So I said, you know what, guys? Instead of pie, I'll bring my festive motherfucking rice, and that's what I call it, or my hella festive rice, right? But I decided at the last minute, oh, I'm gonna go all out and I'm gonna bring both. I'm gonna bring pie and rice. Uh huh. And so I have this recipe from my mom, who's a great cook. Right. And she makes this pilaf rice, right, with uh, with a bunch of interesting, like, uh, delicious things like chestnuts and cranberries and apricots and, and, and almonds and walnuts and all sorts of, like, interesting stuff with wild rice. And she makes this delicious dish for Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. It's kind of a Mediterranean recipe because my mom's from that, that region of the world, right? So I looked it up online to find a recipe like that, and I found one. And part of that recipe called for... Toasted slivers of almonds. Yeah. And that's what I put in my rice. And that's what every fucking uneducated, uncultured moron who's used to eating just boring mashed potatoes with slabs of butter like a fucking douche thought was crunchy. They thought it was undercooked rice because they don't don't even have a a refined enough palate to determine when their tongue is eating something clearly that's an almond versus a grain of rice. That's impossible to undercook because I'm not a fucking dope. Buddy, I, I know the difference between almonds and rice. Yeah. Let me start with that. No, you don't. I, I do. You don't. I do. I made it for you, and you failed the test because you thought the rice was undercooked. I could look at it with my eyeballs and pluck out the almonds. Dick, you are such a dumb shit. <laughs> I ate the rice after it was cooked to make sure 
that it was cooked. And then I added the almonds, which were crunchy. And that's what the recipe calls for. In fact, I have an, a recipe up on my screen, Dick. It's yeah. called apricot almond rice pilaf. And here's what the description says right up top. It says... This rice pilaf recipe combines crunchy almonds and sweet, chewy apricots for an easy dinner side with a Mediterranean flair. Yeah. I, I know that that's the recipe. No, you don't. Well, you I, thought it was crunchy rice like a fucking ape. I thought it was uncooked rice. It wasn't big slivers of rice. It was just the tips of the rice. It wasn't the tips. I got a tip for you. <laughs> Look, what would it take to convince you? What if I got sworn affidavits? Anonymous affidavits from everyone so, at Thanksgiving. So here's here. So while B- Dick is being a huge asshole, not not <laughs> contributing anything to the party, and I'm slaving away making rice dishes, festive motherfucking rice dishes with almond slivers, toasted al- almond slivers, no less. Yeah. I brought this delicious rice dish to the party, which, by the way, there was less than a third left when I when I left the party. Most people ate the rice, uh, but someone at the party and Dick does Dick denies this, but someone at the party went around and as a joke started telling people, "Hey, man." Why don't you shit on Maddox's dish? Because I was wearing this awesome pilgrim hat at the party. You want, you want I look to take like a, that and shit on Maddox's rice. Yeah, shit on yeah. Maddox's rice, right? <laughs> Shitting on Maddox's dick would be something that no, I would... That I would be a dish. funny prank that I, I would try to do. <laughs> Shitting on the rice, a little too subtle. Great. I said dish, <laughs> asshole. So I'm wearing this, this beautiful pilgrim hat, right? I look like a fucking pilgrim, like a badass. And I was the hit of the party, baby. I'm walking in, making jokes, keeping things lively, mm. not throwing oranges at beer pong tables, not yeah. pissing people off. And everyone's like, you know what? Maddox is riding high. Let's knock him down a peg. Let's shit on Maddox's good time and his good dish flavored with a little pinch of sage and a, and a dash of rosemary. What a delicious dish with wild rice, toasted almond slivers, and cranberries. What a delicious dish, right? Yeah. But instead, some jealous prick at that party <laughs> walked around and told everybody, hey, man, as a prank, why don't you shit on Maddox's dish? And so the first girl did it, and I thought, okay, I see what's going a on. A girl did it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a girl did a it. That's a lot. You're saying a girl started this prank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Know, she's man. the first person who said it, but someone told her to do it, right? Then, I, then sounds like a pretty big conspiracy yeah, to me. No, this isn't a conspiracy because I found out. So then someone else did it, and then a third person did it. And then by the fourth person, people are running out of ways to shit on my rice. So somebody said, oh, and it's undercooked. I'm like, "Uh, uh, uh, uh-uh-uh-uh. I got to buzz you on that one. Not undercooked. It's actually almond slivers, you dipshit. Dick, Uh, don't you think I know how to cook rice? Oh, yeah. I ate the rice. Go to hell and stay there. Bacillus serious? That's a, that's a type of bacteria you can get <laughs> from undercooked dick. rice. Piece of shit. It competes with, uh, with salmonella. It can cause emetic vomiting, nausea-inducing strain uh, when rice is undercooked. You know, it can dick, lead to I, vomiting within I, the first 20 I hours. would have loved nothing more, knowing what pricks you guys were going to be at that Thanksgiving dinner, uh-huh. than to undercook my rice and make all of you sick and or kill all of you. Like, I would, I would just go home and sleep like a baby. I'd be like, well, you know, the rice was undercooked, but they were assholes. They had it coming. Lectin. That's something else that comes from <laughs> undercooked rice. It's a protein that serves as a natural insecticide with a strong affinity for carbohydrates. Insecticide, that's an undercooked rice. It's a big problem. All these people are eating it, I'm saying. This is a big global problem. Undercooked I rice. It hurts it's not all, a dumb it's not, it's not all about you. You're just a one tiny part of it. Yeah. Anything else, Dick? You know, anything else? Any, any anyway else you want to shit on my generosity, goodwill, and hard work? Uh, the outer cellulose coating on rice—it uh-huh. doesn't get broken down if it's yeah. undercooked. Uh, it can lead to poor digestion. I'm gonna break down your outer coating after the show. 
You're about to have a bro down yeah. here. My vein is fucking bulging right now. <laughs> Guess that's which it. One? It just it screws with your digestive health. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a problem for this for how for uh, all these people mm-hmm. eating rice. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Global yeah. globally 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 rice probably gets undercooked a lot. You know, probably not, Dick. It's one of the easiest things to cook. You'd think that, but then at Thanksgiving you fucked it up. I didn't so fuck I- it up, you moron. <laughs> You fucking ape. You fucking monkey. That's what you are. Guys, vote up monkeys because Dick's one of them. Biggest problem uh, in the universe, Dick Masterson. Main food for half the people in the world, man. Yeah. Imagine if half of the people in the world had to eat undercooked rice. We'd have a big, we'd have an epidemic. You dumb shit. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I don't care if you got more bullshit-ass stats, Dick. Because I got a real problem. What? Hipsters. Hipsters? Hipsters, buddy. You know what that song is? That's from uh, Ruben, I think. Ruben Dangor. That was a song on YouTube called Being a Dickhead's Cool, and it came out about hipsters a while back. I love that song. That's a classic. It's a classic. It's a great song, and it's about hipsters, which are a big problem. All right, Dick. Long time ago, when I was in college, in my Level 101 philosophy course, the first thing my professor said on the first day of class was, philosophy can't be defined. I remember writing, this is bullshit, down in my notes. Because I hate it when people try to ascribe the attribute undefinable to a large, well-known group, specifically hipsters. And undefinable is what hipsters would like you to think they are. And they've come closer than any other group before them of capturing this dubious honor, even more so than goths. You believe that, Dick? Goths are undefinable? Well, they'd like to think they are. but They're dressed in black all the time. (laughs) Exactly. talk about despair. Yeah. Is it undefinable? Right, and hipsters have their uniform, too. They don't like to be defined, yet they listen to indie and non-mainstream music. They shop at vintage and thrift stores. They're either politically progressive or liberal. They eat organic, locally grown, sustainable food. You know, all all these buzzwords. They They like those to be on the labels, right? Or at least they think they do. They dress in skinny jeans or wear toms and wear loafers without socks, which makes their feet stink. Hipsters smell. Okay. Their feet reek. I got in an argument one time on IRC with this guy who swore up and down that wearing loafers without socks doesn't make your feet smell. I'm like, yes, it does. Loafers are leather sandals? Yeah, lo- yeah. loafers are like leather, leather business shoes without socks. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, those are going to stink. Yeah, they're going to stink because the sweat stays. The sweat and bacteria that's growing in your feet that are uh-huh. sweating all day in that warm, damp environment that's a perfect cauldron of bacteria. Yeah. You couldn't find a Petri dish more perfect than a, a, a loafer with no socks on. That's what you're you're wearing day after day without washing it. When you wear socks, you sweat into the socks and then change them every day. So it diminishes the amount of bacteria that sits around in your shoes, you fucking idiots. Yeah, but this is something that all hipsters do, not wear socks and moccasins no. or whatever. Most of them. <laughs> Do you have a stats for that, or is that just your argument over IRC? Yeah. My stats is just seeing them all over the fucking world. Oh, okay. They don't stand for anything. This is one of my big problems with hipsters. They don't stand for anything, right? They don't create anything new. All they do is reappropriate other cultures and decades before them. They're not creating new art. They're not creating new new uh, music, new TV shows, new anything. Hipsters just reappropriate the 80s and 90s and 70s. What about all those that music you say they listen to, though? Indie music. Indie music has always been around, but they've specifically just listened to, to uh, indie music. I guess there's kind of like a hipster indie music now. Yeah, indie sure. Yeah. What about like Arcade Fire? Is that a hipster band? It is. But they also listen to it only up until the point it becomes popular, and when it, once it becomes mainstream, they stop listening to it. And no, that's not a stereotype. So mm-hmm. as I mentioned, 
they stink. Yeah. They only drink really shitty beer like PBR or really expensive craft beer. Well, you got me now. Because yeah. I hate that PBR is all over the place. PBR is it's the worst. It's disgusting. I don't care if Dennis Hopper drank it in uh, Blue Velvet. It's gross. You know, Dick, the first time I have a story. The first time I ever tried PBR was at a party. And I've always seen the hipsters drink it. And I thought, you know, that, that beer, I'm not going to try. But they, this is the only beer this fucking hipster party had. So I reached into the bucket and I pulled out a PBR, cracked it open, took a sip. And it was, I, I spit it out because I thought, oh, I must have drank the water that was around the rim, (laughs) right? The ice water. So I spit it out. I wiped the rim clean, make sure there's no more ice water on it. And I drank another sip and I spit it out again. That was the actual beer. It tastes so god-awful. It tastes like like a bucket of ice water. Now, you know what what hipsters have always made me think of regarding their beer especially is like kids who are drinking when their parents are away for the first time, like 13-year-old kids just trying to ease their way into beer because they didn't do it when they were younger. Now they're adults and they're like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm totally insecure about beer, but yeah. I got to do it because I'm an adult. So maybe I'll just glom onto this shitty beer because I don't know the difference. Yeah, well, that's a good theory, Dick. My theory, though, is that they do it for the aesthetic. And that leads me to yeah, my that's next. true. Yeah, that leads me to my biggest problem with hipsters. They're insincere, which is the word I've used to describe you, Dick. You may be the biggest hipster of all. No, I've been called a hipster before. Yeah. I I've been it. called everything, probably, <laughs> yeah. but. Yeah, you have. I've been called a hipster. So they're insincere, Dick. They use poverty as their main aesthetic, which is really disrespectful to people who are actually poor. The skinny jeans look that hipsters like to wear, they like to wear skinny jeans, right? That came from people in school who outgrew their jeans but couldn't afford to buy new ones. I knew that kid in school. He wore these jeans that looked like they were crawling up on his legs, so so they looked like they were too short. That's the hipster aesthetic. I don't know that that's where it comes from. That's what I believe that's it comes from. That's not the etymology of skinny jeans. That's a deliberate fashion choice. Skinny jeans? Of yeah. course. It yeah. didn't come from poor kids, did it? Well, that's what hipsters like to look poor. So these jeans look too tight on them, not, not out of vanity, but out of necessity. So the hipsters kind of glommed onto that because they want to give the appearance that they are poor, that they are of the earth, of the working class. They didn't want to wear skinny jeans They had to, the poor people, Mm. right? And now hipsters are mocking their poverty by turning it into vanity. Yet they're all rich. They're entitled millennials who live off of their parents' income. You got a lot of alls in here. All hipsters are rich? Most of them. You don't think they're, really? Yeah. What percentage of hipsters do you think are rich? Well, if they're not rich, I would say at least 50%. If they're not rich, then they're living off their parents. Well, I'll tell you something that I I do know. Uh, The millennial generation is like buying houses at a shockingly low rate. Houses and expensive cars, they just buy the cheapest of everything. I think it's just because they don't care as much as we do, as as Generation X, about that stuff. Like, they don't see a car as a symbol of anything anymore. You know, the car for us, and I think specifically for us, definitely for our parents, was something that you use to access the world. Right. right, like when you were sixteen, and I when I was sixteen, you got a car. All of a sudden, you're free, and they've grown up in this world where the internet's always at their the world's always at their fingertips. Right. So, I, I, is it really is it trying to look poor, or is it just not having the same values as us? Well, they don't have the drive. They don't have the same values. Also, they're lazy. They're not getting jobs. They're living with their parents. If they're not living with their parents, then their parents are paying for them to come out to Hollywood and become writers. Well, so that's why you walk into a coffee shop. And every fucking hipster rolls their eyes as soon as you walk in. They don't want to give you good service. You know what, dickhead? I know you haven't sold your script yet, but serve me my fucking coffee without the attitude. Uh Okay? I walk into a a coffee shop in Koreatown. 
The, the, the Korean work ethic is completely different. They, they're wearing suits. They're wearing ties. They're wearing aprons. They look nice. They greet you with hello and thank yeah. you and goodbye. They come to your table. They're sna- the service is snappy, and they care about their product. Yeah. That's what I miss. Do you We've think everybody that. under 25 is a hipster? No. No, definitely okay. not. So here's I want to go on. They, they've ruined handlebar mustaches. Right, Dick? They all look like 1920s boxers, but they're all frail, thin-framed pussies who are too passive, doughy, and mush-mouthed to fight for anything that doesn't start with the word star and end with the word bucks. Okay. Starbucks are, is a little little old. Yeah, Christ, well, they're still... Intelligentsia they're, now. No, no, that's what they like. They're fighting against Starbucks. They're raging against oh, the Oh, fighting against Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Our father's generation stared down Nazis and gut them with bayonets, right? The hipster generation fights its battles by buying overpriced coffee and artisanal bread. That's the battleground we're at. Our father's generation believed in prayer, hard work, and charity. Hipsters believe in good vibes, positive energy, and locally grown vegetables. Yeah. Bunch of fucking assholes. You would rather have prayer than locally grown vegetables? You know what, man? At least you had good fucking intentions rather than judgment. That's all all the good vibes thing. Like, everyone on on Facebook is too afraid to say, pray for me because my family's sick. Everyone always says, give me good thoughts and positive energy. What's the difference? Uh, I, I don't know. No. I don't know how to answer that. What's the difference between give me, pray for me and give me good vibes? There's no difference. Why does it upset you? Because they're, they're only doing it because of some vanity issue. They want to appear hip and edgy and like they're progressive and liberal, but they're not. They're the exact same as our father's generation, just a pussier version of it. They're too cowardly to stand for anything. They don't stand for anything. Why, does they, why do they have to? Because if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. I don't just because something sounds good doesn't make it true. Well, like what do you true. mean just because they don't stand for anything? Like what what would you prefer them to stand for? You like ideological battlegrounds. Yeah. Is that an accurate statement? No. Okay. Not not as then a principle. But then what's what does it mean to just stand for something for the sake of stand for standing for something? Well, then? it's not if you stand for something like like for example our father's generation stood for a lot of virtues that we that we've kind of lost today. Like hard work. Why don't you stand I for think, hard work? I think that's your father's generation. Because we got our fathers are in different generations. Well, that's, that's true. So yeah. you don't think hard work is a virtue, Dick? Uh it depends. Dick, if you're everything... uh, if you're building a Nazi war machine, I don't know necessarily that it's a virtue. Well, that's true, but they, they lost the war because of our father's generation. Hmm? Our father's your generation. Your father's well, generation. Fine. They ride fixed gear bikes for the aesthetic. They're not more functional, but they look cool, right? You know what else looks cool? Not having to push your bike up a hill because you're too much of a dipshit to get a bike with gears. A practical bike. Yeah. Yeah. They clog bandwidth at every fucking concert or event with nonstop stream of shitty Instagram photos. Mm. Newsflash, your life isn't that fucking interesting to document three or four times per hour. Nobody cares. Our fathers parachuted out of planes and fist fought fascists, and they only have a few shitty black and white photos to commemorate it. That and permanent injuries, scars, which hipsters don't have. While you eat cornmeal and blueberry pancakes and take three photos of them from different angles for your shitty Tumblr blog that nobody reads. That's what we're dealing with. These fucking hipsters. They listen to intentionally inferior formats like vinyl to stay in line with their hipster aesthetic. Vinyl is an inferior. Yes, it's different. No, 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 no. Analog, yeah. Records are different than CDs. I'm sorry, CDs. 
Records are different than MP3s. Yeah, they have shittier sound fidelity. No, they're better, man. Do you do you understand the technology that goes into a record versus an MP3? It's, yeah, it's compressed. It's necessarily worse. No, it's not. There's no warmth. You yes, can have it pla- is. you can have uncompressed formats, and also, Dick, there is a granularity with which we cannot discern any difference between quality. You've seen waveforms, right? The Fourier yeah. series. You've yeah. seen waveforms. I know what a waveform is. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at several right now. <laughs> Great, but same thing with with uh, resolution on monitors. That's why I brought in that 4K problem because there's a certain point at which our eyes and ears cannot per- perceive any difference in quality. I don't know why you hate that. Like, it's fun to listen to oh, a vinyl. Great, it's it is. Fun. It's fun. What's yeah. the purpose of listening to music? Fun, Relax, enjoyment, work. So it's more enjoyable for them to listen through a vinyl. Like, let's forget all the tech nerd stuff. It's just more fun for them to use a vinyl. It's reliving an experience. It's reliving a more human experience that we don't have access to today with all these stupid gizmos and gadgets. Something about which is fine. What is the problem with that? Dick, they're not reliving anything because they didn't live it the first time. They're posing. They're posers. It's all about looks and aesthetics, dude. They just want to look like they're cultured and they have some reason, some higher level reason to listen to vinyl because there's more soul in vinyl, man. Hipsters. Starts with hippies, huh? Hipsters and hippies. I don't know why you hate you hate them a lot in their wardrobe. Oh, I hate everything. But who doesn't have a wardrobe? What group doesn't have a wardrobe? You you wear you're wearing a Kool-Aid man shirt. Right now. So? That goes, that Kool-Aid man, your jack-o'-lantern pumpkin face, a cool. bright orange obnoxious shirt with a jack-o'-lantern face Pretty on it. Cool. A giant Godzilla shirt. Awesome. A Contra shirt. Yeah. You don't see the similarities between no. all these? Like Just the video game aw- hipster shit? What, is awesome now a, a uniform? Because that's what I wear all the time, baby. <laughs> I don't know. That's awfully arbitrary to bust somebody on their fashion, I think. No, it's not. Their fashion is, is it's a uniform. They try to be individual, but they all stick together, and they wear, they dress similarly, listen to similar music, shop at similar clothes. They have similar philosophies. That's, They're all fucking pussies together. That's, that's what they are. It's called a culture. Yeah. That's you know what, what it's called? it is. No. What do they do? that's so bad besides not buy a lot of shit and not listen to the same music you listen to oh, i'll tell you what dick no i don't i don't want them to listen to my music i would hate that they gentrify neighborhoods while simultaneously bitch about gentrified neighborhoods they are their own biggest <laughs> problem dick and if they only pull their heads out of their asses to come up and breathe every now and then yeah. they'd see themselves for what they are non-contributing nobodies, and they'd throw themselves off the Brooklyn Bridge so that their smelly, insincere death grip on cities like Williamsburg in New York, Wicker Park in Chicago, The Mission in San Francisco, and Shoreditch in Camden Town in London could go back to being functional cities again. Yeah. I, I don't know where the lo- what is a hipster and what isn't a hipster anymore. Because you got all that stuff, but is the guy who made Tumblr a hipster or not? Are the kids, are the millennials that are driving the future of technology, are they all hipsters? Or is it just the ones wearing skinny jeans to you? Hipsters, Dick, for the most part, are underachieving, unachieved, unaccomplished nobodies. So is that that part of the definition? Do they have to be underachieving and unaccomplished no ones? That's what it says. The the definition, I looked it up. That's what it says. They're underachieving and unaccomplished. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then I guess you want them to be working like in the salt mines? Dick, let me ask, let me just describe this scenario. There's a real life scenario. I know this guy. Who uh-huh. went to American Eagle and bought a new polo shirt, brand new, took it home with a pair of scissors and cut the American Eagle logo out of it and wore it around like a dipshit with a hole in his shirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you, what's the fucking point, asshole? You're ruining your own fucking shirt. Why did you do that? 
So you're pissed about them wearing the same clothes, but then when they try to do something new... They're not, this is on you, man! Your shirt gets old and gets holes in it. Look, I have a, I have a pair of jeans in my, in my closet that looks cool as shit. It looks like designer jeans because the, the knee's torn, I have a hole in my pocket, but it oh. became that way. It became that way through lots of wear and tear, not because I bought it and fucking put scissors to my own clothes like an idiot, like a dipshit. I want to wear my clothes. I want it to last a while. That's why I don't wear Tom's. So it's okay to look poor as long as you wore the jeans in over years instead of manually. It's is not that what you're I, saying? It's not that I look poor. I'm not, well, look, I'm not what, trying what to look poor. What do the holes in jeans look? What do the holes in the jeans say then? Well, no longer poor. Now they look hip. Unintentionally Why? so. Why? Because fucking hipsters made it made it look cool. Look, if I if I grew up in the '80s or early in the '80s and I had jeans like that uh-huh. and I got holes, I would throw those jeans away because everyone would look at me and be like, "Well, that guy's poor." But now I can just wear those around, and now now it's a hip thing, and people think, "Oh, I, I must have spent lots of money on those jeans." No, no dipshit. These jeans are just old. I don't know if anyone would assume that about you <laughs> that you spent a lot of money on your jeans. <laughs> Fuck you, dick. I know, like, I get the rage. I, well, okay, I understand that you have a lot of rage for hipsters, but I don't under, I honestly don't understand why. Their insincerity doesn't bother you, dick? The fact that they don't stand for anything doesn't bother you? Well, I don't need them to explain why they like what they like. Like, I don't need them to give me a sincere explanation of why they like alternative music. I know? don't care that they like alternative music. They like it because it's on... Un- it, they think that they are... Uh, that they are trailblazers, Dick. They think they are cultural trailblazers. They think doesn't they're every, so fucking smart. Doesn't everybody smart. think that? Doesn't no. every generation and every group think that they're no. doing something new? No, they don't. Mm. Our father's generation is worried about living and not getting drafted to a war and getting shot or stabbed by a Nazi. Uh, you are overly romanticizing that whole generation. Well, you know, Worrying they have about their... getting stabbed. That's and that's a different generation than my father and other. Like that's I'm talking about like. Uh, my dad's in his 60s. Yeah. They weren't worried about World War II. Right. They were trying to dodge the Vietnam War draft. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Sure. Yeah. That's not that's not the World War... The greatest generation, quote-unquote, Tom Brokaw's greatest generation. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. They get an awful lot of credit for fighting Nazis. But it, is, that, is that what the entire generation should be credited for? Well, I mean, they, they had their flaws, too. They had problems. Yeah. It wasn't a perfect generation, no. But that's the, at least they had work ethic. At least they gave a shit about something. They gave a shit about their jobs. If you walk into a hipster coffee shop, oh, fucking good luck getting service. Wait till you they know, finish texting or Instagramming before they come to give you your fucking coffee. Honestly, walk, where, yeah. sorry, honestly, where does that get you? Giving where, a shit about your job and slugging it away for 60 years? Where the fuck does that get you? Why? They, they sh- should be, Hipsters should not give a shit about their jobs. Why, what are they making some other guy money with their time? Fuck it. <laughs> Dick, weren't you just arguing last episode that people should improve their situation and that should be an incentive for them to get out of their job? Now you're saying fuck it. They no, should, they I'm, shouldn't work I'm saying you shouldn't just show up for the sake of showing up. Like you shouldn't be af- just the same way I said you shouldn't be afraid to ask for a raise. You shouldn't just show up and work because like you're you have this ingrained ideal to do it, thinking that there's a payoff somewhere down the road. And I, I think that's part of it. Like I think they saw their grandparents and parents get kicked around by companies, so they feel like eh. You know, not, there's, not, there's no reward in slaving over this job, so yeah. why should I do it? Uh, fuck it. Why not? Just live at home. 
Don't contribute. No. Don't buy a house. Don't fuel the economy. Don't be somebody that contributes anything to the economy. Why don't you just live at home under your parents' roof where it's safe and cushy and knock up your, your ugly girlfriend in a hot tub like Bud Sanchez? Why don't you just become a hipster? Hey, sure. if that works for you, plenty of cultures around the world have all of the family living under one roof. Yeah. I mean, you know that. Sure. Like, there's not th- this nuclear family thing is something yeah. that's new in America since, like, the 50s or whatever. But they whatever. do it because of their culture. Do you want to be like them, Dick? Do you want to live at home with your mom and dad and sneak your girlfriend in at night? That's fucking lame. I wouldn't have to sneak her in. <laughs> I'm an adult man. Well, not if you're living at home. You're not. You're a fucking pussy. Uh, okay. Move out, buddy. You know. I, I, know, I guess yeah. so. I, just, I just don't understand the hatred. I don't understand why so many people pick on hipsters for what seems to be not that great of a slight, right? Like, hipsters didn't really... All they did was not care about your opinion. Yeah. And, and that seems to infuriate people. They don't care about anything, dude. They don't stand for anything. And, and coffee shops are expensive. If hipsters ran the world, if hipsters ran cities, every coffee shop would be too fucking expensive to step into. Every piece of food that you buy would come with a paragraph of describing how it's massaged <laughs> down from heaven from uh, an organic locally grown sustainable farm where uh-huh. it's fair trade and organic and the and the chickens are free range and they they're they're told jokes every day and they're made sure to feel happy <laughs> that's what fucking hipsters believe nothing nothing uh-huh. they're buying bullshit bullshit you know what my shirts are fucking fair trade and organic and massaged with hemp oil and all this other fucking bull- buy my shirts huh you fucking idiots. And they won't. The hipsters. Because my shirts are new. They want my shirt. They, you know what? I'll cut up. I'll, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start cutting up holes in my shirts and sell a hipster a hipster, hipster version. Yeah. It's going to cost yeah. like fucking $50. Here you go, dickhead. I just stabbed a scissor through your fucking shirt, you moron. Save you the trouble of having to cut the logo out, you dipshit. With a fucking hole in your chest. What kind of what kind of self-respecting human being would do that? Where do you even get a job with a hole in your shirt like that? If you walk into a job... Right? It's all aesthetic. They don't have a job. They don't have to worry about anything. They're living off their parents like fucking dickheads. Being a dickhead's cool, huh? That's what that song's all about, buddy. Yeah, well, it's a virtual world now, and it'll become even more so, so you don't need to show up with holes in your shirts. Like, it, that, that's the Great. point. The stuff doesn't matter to them anymore. Yeah, that's the only matters, point man. I'm making. Great dick, you hippie. <laughs> all right, what are your problems this week? My problems are uh, bro downs. And the the big one, undercooked rice. <laughs> Fuck you, dick. I'm so tired of your shit. Why don't you cook a dish next time, you asshole? And there's almond slivers, you piece of shit. My problems, celebrity worship and hipsters. Don't forget to vote on these problems, guys. And stay tuned for the information for the live show coming up December 19th in Los Angeles. Thanks for listening. Oh, and Dick, I forgot to mention we got a song by Jeremy Belcher. Oh, cool. Yeah, here it is. Little dick tip for you. And I don't even think I have a rebuttal. I think I agree 100% with (laughs) Little dick tip for you. We got a python under the table, baby. Little dick dick tip for you. It's obscured by the table, but I am fully engorged. Little dick tip for you. Little dick, little dick, little dick, little dick, little dick tip for you. Why don't you go have sex with your mother? Little dick tip for you. And uh, speaking of engorged, little dick tip for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great.